This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Everybody has whiskey, you know, you've got, uh, and tequilas, and of course, it all started with Sammy Hagar and Cabo Wabo. And it's jumped from uh, that to Vince Neal to the tequila. Of course, Jesse James has got the American Outlaw bourbon. Uh, you've seen, I think there's an anthrax limited edition uh, whiskey that I've got as well. Uh, but the Blacken's probably the biggest move one of all of them. Right. It yeah. is amazing the amount of craft whiskey out there when you go to a liquor store. But the yeah. Blacken whiskey, I think I think one of the reasons it's been so successful, at the end of the, the day, it's just really good. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, so, yeah. And it's not tight. It doesn't say Metallica anywhere on it. Right. It's just called Blacken. So if you're in the know, you know. But otherwise, it's not just for Metallica fans. Whereas if something says Slipknot on it, you're, you're you know, you got to be a pretty specific fan. Uh, and even even Motorhead's got some uh, whiskey available in the UK. I don't know that it's ever been in the States. Uh, and but, Slipknot does have a whiskey as well. They sent me a bottle when that first came out. I mean, there's so much out there. So Yeah, and I always, I always look at it kind of weird because I'm like, and it's, it is cool because they don't force their situation on others. But, you know, like Corey's supposed to be sober. Right. You know, and James yeah. is sober. Right. And I'm like, but yet we're, and I'm like, hmm. But the second thought is, well, it's good of you to realize it's not for you, but it doesn't mean it's not for me. True. true. Uh, have you tasted the blackened yet? Uh, yes, I've I've gone through several bottles of it, and it is, like I said, it is very Hold good. On. I'm having to buy it. Where are you getting it? I mentioned earlier. Oh, I, I I know Ma- I, I know Metallica's manager, so he sends me a little care package about about a, two three times a year. Oh, you dirty sock cooker! Well, <laughs> you are just. I am... <laughs> done. I've got some extra bottles at home. I'll bring you one. Dude, I watched a guitar come in the other day, and I watched it go right in his right into his car. It was a God. gift. It was it was a gift. How is every guitar and everything that comes to the station for you? Because it says my name on the package when it comes in. Other says PDs, B- Bob Edwards. To, other PDs used to give us stuff. You mean huh. PDs with less cool memorabilia than me? Yeah, <laughs> dude. By the way, his huh. his memorabilia in his house, it's amazing. It's like a museum. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, and and no, he didn't share any of it. Like what? Doug Sorensen used to share all. Of it. Like Vince would share you know stuff. Even Vince. Vince is a dirty sock cucker. So I would say this, based on your reaction to Vince, yeah. I would say that sharing the memorabilia didn't do him any good. So I just keep it all myself. He really, he really does, dude. That's I've got nice and I've got it. I've got like 30, 30 years worth of stuff. He's so. got doubles in some stuff. Yeah. Happy yeah. for you, Bob. Yeah, everybody's yeah. happy for you. Exactly, exactly. So I guess there's more room now that your furniture's gone. You know what? That was hurtful, and that was lashing out. So. <laughs> That makes you a small person. <laughs> well, ladies, pretty soon Bob's going to be open to dating, but only those over 50 and over 250. You know what? I I don't want to wish it upon you, but I will 
You do want to wish it upon me. I, I hope, know you. <laughs> I hope you have to date a woman your own age. I said. Oh, I said it. I said it. God. Wow. You just threw that down. Did you see the Don't, pain on his face? I said it. Don't you put that on me, Don't Johnny Dare. <laughs> Don't you put that on me. <laughs> I hope you have to date a woman your own age. <laughs> Damn. Whew. Cruel bastard. I, you know what? I take it back. I wouldn't wish it on any man. That's an awful thing. It's <laughs> a terrible thing. Would you like me to bring you some black and whiskey from home? Yes, please. Okay. I, I have one bottle, but I don't open it because I, we drank another bottle, and then that was it for me. I have several from all the different batches and things like that. I can bring you some stuff. So. <laughs> what a prick. He, I know. I wonder, I know. What, because I'm bringing you something from no, my I, private I, collection, and now I'm a dick? That's thank, the, no, thank you, wow. sir. Thank you. Wow. Also, we, we're going to talk about uh, Headfield and Dietrich have gotten together after the black and whiskey, and now they're doing cigars. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate, coming soon. It's gonna be pretty fantastic, I think. And for some hardcore cigar guys, it goes perfectly with the whiskey, man. Hey, you, you track Rob down? Yeah, good, let's go. Hailing from Colorado, our next guest is a United States Army veteran who trained with the 10th Mountain Division, served two tours in Somalia fighting Somali warlords, lived in a converted school bus off of the coast of Oregon, worked with legendary concert promoter Bill Graham, he's a vintage motorcycle enthusiast who we first met as the master distiller for Metallica's Black and Whiskey. And now he's collaborating with the band again, along with Drew Estate, on the new Black and M81 cigar. Please welcome Rob Dietrich. Blackened! Hey, Rob, how are you, man? Good, good morning. Good, good, morning. To, good to hear you again, Johnny. Hey, brother. I listen, Jake just told me you were all the way down in Jalisco. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm looking at the ocean right now, uh, down here in Jalisco, Mexico. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's gorgeous. Are you, uh, are you looking at some tequila? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I, I was last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, is, is it Jalisco? Is that, is that, am I correct? Jalisco, Mexico, is that where it needs to be if it's going to be tequila, correct? Or am I wrong? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And generally, like, you're going to get, like, Mezcal down in Oaxaca yeah. and certain other parts of, of, of the country. And I'm a big Mezcal fan as well. I like that, that, that kind of smoky uh, aspect to Mezcal. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was a, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, down here enjoying, uh, enjoying the, uh, a little bit of ocean time. Well, see, the second I hear you, a master distiller, a uh, lover of of, uh, of alcohol, uh, is in Jalisco. I'm like, what? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's up to something. He's up to something. Right? <laughs> well, you're always. Right. Like, and by the way, I, I, I love that you're always up to something. Uh, and uh, Oh, did, yeah. Did you ride down or did you fly? Uh, this time I flew. I didn't have enough time to ride. I, otherwise, I would have. I, I, I love. Uh, I've, done a, I've done a Baja motorcycle trip a couple of times. Um, all the way down from uh, down the coast, all the way to the tip of Cabo San Lucas and back up. Um, I've done Argentina, Chile on the motorcycle, and, uh, uh, yeah. Thailand. Yes, I, I love I love a good international ride, dude. Well, we did. First of all, I wrecked a motorcycle, a Honda Steed that they rented me in Thailand down the Bangpao waterfall. 
Uh, and, oh. <laughs> and I had to wipe it off with banana leaves and straighten the handlebars before I brought the goddamn thing back. <laughs> well, I thought, I, I literally, as God is my witness, it seemed like a good idea. I had uh, an ex-girlfriend with me on the back, and uh, it was just gravel at the bottom, but I, I, I wanted to see the pool at the top of the waterfall, and there was a road leading yeah. to it. So I start heading up, and, and I, I'm a, a decent experience at that time. This is probably 20 years ago. And I start going up the hill, but the gravel gets gradually larger until it turns into riprap. And, and I realize I got I can't make it. I got to turn around. So I just as I make the apex, I go, you need to step off. She steps off so hard and sits down on this piece of riprap rock that it bruises her entire left butt cheek. And then oh. I, I stand on that back brake and I corkscrew it till about the last 30%. And I just had to step off and it just went ba-doing, ga-doing, ga-doing, ga-doing down into the weeds. <laughs> Especially at that kind of a that kind of a steep angle, yeah. you know. So I know this is kind of a you know a weird term, but like we call those size rocks, we call them baby heads in Colorado, like <laughs> yeah. like baby, the size of baby heads. That's you know, I'm not exactly trying to be right. derogatory or anything, but it's just like that's the size of them. That's right. Um, and and they can they can they can get slippy up quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you know, uh, my love of motorcycling and yours as well is is kind of what drew me into you as a person, Rob. Like I, I know that you're, you know, of course, great friends with all the guys in Metallica, and you and you help bring their their whiskey to market and keep them on the uh, on the right path with it. Uh, but it's also, dude, I think what you bring is not just your ability to do that. It's your love of this life of of getting out. We we did the uh, cobble run, Bob and I, uh, three years yeah. ago. And all the oh, way to Cabo San Lucas and back, and it was it was it was beautiful. We probably could have picked a better month than August to do it, because uh, yeah, that would that would have been pretty brutal. Yeah, once you went uh, from the Pacific to the Sea of Cortez, I was like, it's so goddamn hot. <laughs> uh, well, it, yeah, your 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 fuel is evaporating before you can actually use it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was, I mean, it was a beautiful run, but and, and we had a great time. Wonderful people, man. It was, uh, and what's more fun than getting stopped by? If I, what is it, three or four different military stops? Five checkpoints. Oh. Yeah, yeah, up and back. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah, gets, it, it is. Uh, I, I, um, we were. Years ago, we were down there in the middle. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember the, the name of the city, but we we got stopped by some federales uh, in the middle of nowhere. This guy, this old guy, named literally his name was Jim Dandy. He called himself the original Jim Dandy. Uh, he was nice. He was uh, he told us where these old uh, Indian ruins were, these cliff dwellings, and, and he's like they're 40 miles back in this way. He drew a map and everything. We got most like deep back in there, and we, here comes this uh, Humvee full of federales yep. on a, on the side of a cliff, and they just stop and they could, you know we, we all had you know at the time we had open beers because we were in the middle of nowhere uh, yeah. so it was not uh, you know it was not uh, it was a little sketchy oh. know, but they were they were trying to trip us up you know like, hey you got marijuana I'm like nope oh no, yeah do not like, and oh. then they'd ask you like hey so do you have marijuana no <laughs> nope, do not. Like, almost got me on that one but, yeah. <laughs> well you know dude if yeah. you smoke enough weed you'll forget they just asked you a minute ago <laughs> Exactly. Like, we know how to get these guys. Just ask them again. Yeah. Well, that, to that point. So we're third stop down heading towards Cabo. We stop at the, it was a super remote desert, uh, a military checkpoint. And these kids are young, fully automatic weapons. They don't speak any English oh, yeah. at all. Uh, they pass me through. Bob stops. They look at him. They're like, go ahead and go through. And I hear his bike go click, 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 click. And I'm like, look oh. over at him. And I'm like, uh oh. And so I get off mine. I pull over and I go, all right. And Bob is. It, listen, never smuggle drugs with Bob. Bob may have had a bag of weed on him. And Bob, you started to give yourself up so fast. You were like, we just replaced this battery in Arkansas, dude. I go, I, go, I know. Stop, stop. 
<laughs> and he's like, this should be starting. I don't know why it's not starting. We definitely replaced this in Mexico. It was a good goddamn. And I go, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> so, you know, the presence of automatic guns in young hands will, will kind of do that to you, too. Like, oh, you know, yeah. It'll be well, a little nerve-wracking. Well, then yes, I, go, I go, all right, dude, because it's a Sunday, right? I go, all right, there's nothing else to do. I go, they have nothing to, to jump it with. They're, they're, they're saying they don't speak any English at all. They don't even understand me asking for cables. So I'm going to run to the next sta- next city I come up to. I'm going to have to take your battery because I, I don't know the size of it. I'm going to have to try to match it and come right. back with something. Yep. And just about the time, I take the first one off, and I hit go to unscrew the second, and it's so loose. I'm like, oh, <laughs> tighten it back up, put the other one back on. Look at Bob. I go, remember the time I saved your ass in that Mexican dick point? <laughs> Start the bike. We're out of here, man. Yes. <laughs> but those, yeah, it's uh, yeah, those things are they're interesting. What, what kind of bikes were you guys riding? Uh, just touring bikes, like a street glide and a road glide. Oh, nice. Oh, okay, so you're. I mean, that's those are. Those are uh, not the easiest to ride in, in, in dirt conditions if you're if you're going off-road a little bit. Oh, well, you're always um, going to, right? Because all of a sudden you're like, hey, man, the road's gone, and now I'm riding through the desert, yeah. and there's a semi behind me, and I, and if I slow down, I'm going to bury the bike, so I've got to stay at 30 miles an hour, and I'm just surfing it all the way back to the blacktop. Yeah. 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 When you're on a- those, are, uh, those are some clenching moments there. And, and, there, and I try to explain this to people. Rob, is there's when a city is coming up, they don't give you any kind of warning, and there's no stop sign. But to slow you down, they put a giant speed bump that you hit at seventy miles an hour. Yeah, we, my buddy and I, we, we um, actually, guy I'm, I'm traveling down here with right now. We we always drive, you know, like, that's just our, you know, that's our thing. And uh, and uh, so you know, I'll, I'm, I'm the if he's driving, I'm I'm yelling tope, uh, yeah. you know, for the speed bump. And, and if I'm driving, he's he's look, he's the tope lookout. You know, tope. Yeah. Because those things come up fast, and they and they just rattle your teeth. Oh, oh, and dude, your kidneys. And on the bike, that front tire goes over, but it catches the back, and so it stands you up on your front a little bit. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, listen, listen, if you're just doing the show, we're kind of getting off in the weeds, but Rob Dietrich, master distiller, Metallica's Black and Whiskey, now launching this Black and Cigars, and uh, which, you yeah. know, it pairs perfectly, man. You guys decided to, to come up with those, and uh, and being an ex-smoker of cigars, not for me. But I do know that absolutely everybody loves them. They love them with whiskey. And it's, you know, this was, um, this was a fun project. You know, this is something that, that uh, James Hetfield and I really – um, put our heads together on this was a COVID project, you know, uh, you know, COVID was weird. 2020 was just, you know, weird for everybody. Everybody's got their own COVID, you know, reality during that time. And the reality at that time was that, you know, the band wasn't touring. Um, I'm, I'm, I wasn't out there doing whiskey road shows and, and, and that sort of thing. So, uh, and, and James lives an hour and a half away from me in Colorado. So, uh, you know, I was spending a lot of time up there, smoking cigars on his back deck, you know, talking life, talking, you know, you know, philosophy, talking people, family, sure. um, our love of music, our love of, uh, our love of vehicles. Um, and, and really just having, a um, you know, connecting over the, over the cigars. And I, you know, and I, I, um, it occurred to me that, you know, Hey, I've got, you know, one of my, my dear friends, Jonathan Drew, uh, owns Drew Estate Cigars based out of Nicaragua. And I, you know, I, I brought up to James, I was like, Hey man, what do you think? What do you think about? Let's make our own cigar. Let's make a blackened cigar. Let's make something and have some fun with it. So he he loved the idea. I called up Jonathan Drew. We started commiserating on how to do it, how to work a project, you know, remote, especially remote at that time. Sure. Uh, not being able to travel and go and hey and all of us hang out at, you know at that time anyway. 
And, uh, and so they just started sending us cigars from the Drew Estate uh, uh, portfolio, and and we started keeping journals. Uh, and you know, and we compare notes. You're like, okay, well, I like this one. I don't like the. I don't like the. This one's a little too spicy. I'm heading this direction where it's a little, a little more chocolatey, a little, little darker. Uh, and then we just, you know, over time, we're able to kind of sift through and work with uh, the master blender at at uh, uh, Drew Estate and and really identify that flavor profile that we were looking for. Hey, I'll tell you, when I was in Honduras years ago with a friend who's a marine biologist lived down in Roatan, and we were on the mainland on the border of Nicaragua, you just reminded me of this, is there was a guy on the side that we got to stop and watch him roll cigars. I'd never seen anyone actually physically make a cigar, and it's a fascinating process. Like, it's, it, it's an it's art. It's an art. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an art. And, I mean, you... You know, you gotta you know you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet. I, I can I can imagine the the amount of times that you're trying to perfect rolling a cigar before you finally really get that that rhythm down because it's it's pretty fascinating to watch. I, I destroyed a lot of papers as a kid. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> I, I used to when I was in the army. I used to, uh, uh, and mostly because everybody bums cigarettes off each other. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna roll my own, and and nobody's gonna want to smoke these, and that was not the case. Everybody's like, oh, okay, can you roll me a cigarette? And I'm like, damn it. Yeah. Uh, so, yep. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's it's an art for sure. And uh, and to this day, this is a, a, a fun thing because I I'm not a giant weed guy. Most when I was younger, but Bob has the ability to roll the greatest joint I've ever seen in my life, like almost one handed. <laughs> it's it's a skill he has, and I'm like, and it's a flawless, perfect circumference, perfect length, everything about you. Like, man, that's that's a real gift. In certain circles, that's a superpower, man. <laughs> it really is. It really is, Rob. I, and I have a deep, deep abiding uh, respect for it. And, uh, and I'm telling you, these, like, Agreed. The, the M81, the, the cigars, like, I, I'm looking at these, and they're absolutely beautiful. Like, the cigar box also is beautiful. Like, uh, the presentation on it is killer. Uh, this is this is really going to be a big thing for you guys. You know, it's it's been very exciting just to not only, um, you know, Work on the cigar itself. You know, that was really the, the first and foremost. We want to you want to start out with the, you know, what the, that flavor profile. But then after that, you want it to reflect, you know, the the ideology behind it. You know, like that, you know, that the black, uh, that kind of that that nice beautiful black. It's not necessarily matte, but it's not shiny either. It's kind of that beautiful in between. Uh, the, the copper tones of the M81, M81 representing you know Metallica and the year they were they were formed, uh, but also a, a, a cigar designator, you know the the, the number numeric uh, designator. Um, and if you know you got uh, any veterans out there, they all know that uh, you know there's a designation for every single item in the in the military, right, all the way right. down to the to the Skillcraft pen. You know, there's a, there's a, you know the M you know the M6 uh, Skillcraft pen. I can't actually remember its designation, but it does have one. Um, so, it, you know, it kind of appeals in that sense as well. But the, um, you know, and then also, you know, reflecting the three masters of their craft uh, on the on the label there. You've got Hepfield, X Dietrich, X Drew, and uh, you know, you got Hepfield, who's obviously the master of metal, and uh, and myself, you know, masters of, of, of whiskey. And then we got uh, Jonathan Drew, who is a, a, a an incredible craftsman and master of uh, of, of the scar world. Are you guys going to do the small ones? Because that's what I see a lot of guys out riding who don't have time to smoke a giant cigar, like a full premium luxury cigar, like little like little Coronas, little cigarillos. Yes. You know, so I'm the same way. Like I, um, so we have the Toro sets, which is the largest. Um, I never have time to smoke a Toro. I just, I don't, except for down here. I brought, I brought a bunch with me down, uh, down to Mexico with me. And, 
And now I've got time to sit here and smoke right. something that's going to take you an hour and a half. Uh, the Corona um, is my favorite. I think, you know, it gives you a good half an hour, 45 minute window yeah. to, to be able to enjoy. Um, and then there's the Petite Corona, which, you know, you, you know, it's a good 20, 20 minutes to, to half an hour. So, you know, we've got some sizes that kind of fit, um, you know, the, the, your, your, your session, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, these are going to be huge, man. This is going to be a fun deal. And the thing about Metallica, when they put it out in the black and now, you know, uh, Jesse James Dupree is a good friend with, he's got that American outlaw, uh, bourbon, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. you know, and he keeps his name off that with the exception of Jesse James, the outlaw. That's what it's built around. And I sure. see guys like Vince Neil and God bless Vince with his tequila, but you buy it because it says Vince Neil. With the blackened, you buy it because it's great whiskey, because it's called blackened. There's not a, there's no Metallica on that, other than if you're in the know, you're in the know. But if you're just a whiskey nerd and you see it, there's no way to tell. And that made you guys have to come up with an incredible bunch of juice. I mean, it's it has to be great. It has to be. It's Metallica's, and there's no way they're going to well, short stick it. I agreed. You know, and that's the way that's the way you know Metallica approaches everything. It's like if we're going to do it, we're going to do it a thousand percent, and it's got to be done the right way, and it has to be done with authenticity. They know that they're not whiskey makers. You know, they that's why they originally sought out uh, the late great Dave Pickerel um, to to collaborate with to create the whiskey, um, and you know he was known for for putting his hands on so many different whiskey projects across the country. He was uh, incredible at that. And then uh, you know after after Dave's um, uh, passing in, in 2018, uh, they reached out to me uh, to, to to take up the mantle and to create other expressions. Right. And, you know, and, and it's it's always about making the whiskey that stands on its own as a contender in the whiskey world and stands not only shoulder to shoulder with whiskeys that have been out there for for decades, but but actually is you know is an award winning whiskey. You know, we want to we want to keep pushing the envelope. We want to keep doing innovative stuff and and doing some crazy stuff. And and it's and it's. The result is an incredible whiskey and an incredible product. Well, and to me, the reason this is happening is because not a money grab. Metallica has enough money. Hell, they've got all the money. And what they do is, I feel like James, and, and I'm again, I'm just interjecting, but I feel like he, you know, this is a project. This is something outside of music. He go, he likes to create things, and so you go, man. I think yes. I think I I want to create this, and I want it to be great. I don't need that for money. I want to leave something in this world. Yeah, and and that's. You know, and that's but it's also about collaboration. You know, they, these guys are, you know, you look at how many collaborations they've done with other musicians. They recognize that there's a there's a, a collaborative energy that can be that that can happen with with whiskey. You know, so not only, um, you know, working with a, with someone who knows the whiskey world and creating that whiskey yeah. with them. Yeah. There is also you know, we started our Masters of Whiskey series, which you know, where I'm collaborating with other master distillers in the in the industry. Uh, our first one was uh, in 2019 or 20. 2021 with uh, with Willet Distillery, uh, Drew Colesmean, and then uh, I, I just just launched uh, our, our latest collaboration with Wes Henderson, uh, the founder of Angels Envy Whiskey, and that's our second in the series. So you know it's all about that collaborative community, bringing all you know bringing bringing all these facets together, and 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 really creating something that's unique and unusual that only these these you know these artisans can can do at at the and in that moment. Well, and I think guys like you and Hetfield are naturally curious human beings. You're you're seekers and searchers, and and I think those, oh, yeah. that's that's the joy of this life is when you meet somebody. You know, obviously he he's a creator. Like music is everything. But guys like him into the cars, into the motorcycles, into everything. How do I learn to do this better? And when you meet somebody who knows something you don't know, 
there's a there's an excitement that comes with that. Like I I feel it all the time when when you're like, and especially if they're willing to show you what they know, it only it, again to the collaboration point. That's the best part of this life. I, I yeah, agreed. You know, and it's uh, and and that's true. He's always he's always challenging himself to do something that unusual, something different. Um, I, I don't know how many photos of this are out there, but uh, James designed uh, an incredible blackened uh, chopper. Um, yes. And this thing is it, it's gorgeous. I've, I've I've had a chance to sit on it. Um, we haven't had fuel or oil in it because it's it was it's been sitting in the Hard Rock Cafe down in in, uh, in Florida. I've been waiting to get my hands on it so I can actually take this thing out for a spin. But it's uh, you know hand engraved, um, just you know different uh, different aspects of it. He, you know he designed a little whiskey barrel in there for the oil sump and you know just the um, it's. Um, it's absolutely a, a stunning piece of art, and you know it's it's things that he likes to do to 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 design that, and it's there's always something else to design. You know, there's this, the oh, cigars. Nice. You know, that's just the you know just another another thing. You know, the the you know we're we're always working on something else. Oh, now he's now you kidding me? Now you got to build in a cigar holder, like a little uh, just where it opens <laughs> up. Oh, it'll be perfect, like a little leather pouch. It goes on the side, like on the side, like where you're where the old school guys used to bring their ball peen hammers. Oh yeah, and there's got to be like a built-in torch somewhere on there, so you, so you can just you can light yes. it right 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 from the bike. Absolutely. You know, obviously not near the gas tank. Dude, absolutely. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Absolutely. Hey, listen, dude, I would literally drag you through the next hour I know you got other stuff to do, but I mean, all the things you've done, and and if you're just joining the show, Rob Dietrich. Now, if you don't recognize the name right now, but you will know that he's been handling all the Metallica's Black and Whiskey, helped create it, helped carry it along, and now the Black and Cigars. But you were born to uh, really interesting parents. Your mom was a Jehovah's Witness. Your dad was a hippie. You lived out of a school bus. You you worked with the yeah. great the greatest promoter of all time is Bill Graham. And I mean, for yeah, you to, yeah. to 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 be in that orbit for me, like that's royalty. Uh, it, it definitely is, and, and you know, I I honestly really came into that uh, that scenario just by by chance. I mean, I met the I met the wife of the guy who's running Bill Graham Presents in a coffee shop in Petaluma, California. Um, I was on a road trip with a couple of buddies. Um, we were, we were riding mountain bikes um, down from uh, Oregon, and 
and just riding the coast. We we took a month off and we were riding the coast and I we just met this lady and she's like, Hey, you guys looking for work? And uh, hell yeah, I'll take some work. And I happened to have my climbing gear with me and, you know, from being a uh, former 10th mountain division, we were, you know, skiing and mountaineering troops. Uh, I, I was an avid mountain climber. And so I brought my climbing gear in case we found any rocks along the way. And, and uh, so I ended up being a rigger. Like, I was like, Oh, you know how to climb. You got gear. All right. You're a rigger. Right. Just like, right. just like that. Like, yeah, okay. yeah. So ended up building uh, the Tibetan freedom concert in Golden Gate Park in 1996. Uh, with Bill Graham presents. And That's it, crazy. And that just launched a whole nother career for me. I just immediately, I was like, I am hooked. This is where I need to be. This is, and you know, just, you, just, you got people like Wavy Gravy running around, yeah. and, you know, all the all the San Francisco uh, royalty of uh, of the '60s, you know, and then you know, met Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters, yeah. just like that San Francisco vibe, and, and yeah. then, you know, uh, we all got we all got. Uh, I, this was a quick segue here, but the, uh, we were we worked uh, the the James Addiction reunion show with Chris Navarro and um, it was Chris Navarro's Flea and obviously Perry Farrell and the, um, and the King Kesey and the Mary Pranksters ended up opening up for him. And they, they systematically no. liquid no. dosed every single person who had a radio. I had a radio. I was, I was managing one of the floors oh. of the program civic center and they, they dosed every single person <laughs> who had a radio with liquid acid, myself included. And they just created this chaos from within, like everybody who was managing something was just like, Ooh. and it was a, uh, it was a one of those crazy nights, and I, and I was just at the San Francisco um, at the 40th anniversary Metallica show, and I saw this woman with a Bill Graham Presents lanyard and a, or a laminate, and I said, "Hey, I, I used to work with Bill Graham back in the day." And she said, "Oh, really? Well, I've been there. <clears throat> I've been there since the mid 90s. I don't, I don't remember you." And I was like, "Well, I was there in '96. I worked at Button Freedom Concert, and also I worked at Bill Graham Civic with the James Addiction." She goes, "Oh man, I was." I got tripped. I got dosed that night. And I was like, so did I. It was like, I've been telling the story for years. I finally found somebody else who could corroborate it. You know, so. But that was the legend, right? Um, that they were after, they were always trying to get Bill. And uh, and he would make sure he never drank out of anything that wasn't his. He kept it covered. Like, for years, yeah. they tried to get Bill. And they finally did get Bill. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But but that it, was it. The they're, Grateful they're, Dead and Keezy and all those guys wanted to dose him and it's, so he could experience it a little more. Yeah, it was... Um, you know, and you, you got to be on your toes. And obviously, I was not uh, on my toes uh, that evening. But it was uh, it was it was a wild experience trying to um, stay. Wait, I mean, there's no way you're going to stay straight all no. night. You just got to you, you still, you know. But it was a, it was a pretty epic. Uh, you know, and it's interesting to run into someone else who I like, can finally say, oh, okay. That did happen. It's not just a figment of my imagination. Well, and for people who don't know, like I've done enough acid in my life and, and mushrooms and, and ayahuasca. To, to to genuinely enjoy it. And the idea, sure. though, of yeah. not being ready, not knowing I got something to do, and all of a sudden I'm like, bam, that's it. the feeling. You're like, oh, man, here we go. Like, because it takes a second. You're like, did I really just see that? Is that, did I really just, did it start to blur a little bit? And then that mega acid smile rolls on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was the thing. It's like, well, I know how to roll with this. I mean, as soon as I, you know, as soon as it happened, you know, I told him like, look, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta stay up all night. You know, this is an all night rave. We gotta, we gotta, you know, lose this thing out. And he's like, well, you're not gonna have trouble staying up. I was like, I know. You know, it's the, it's the trouble staying focused is what I'm worried right. about. So I got a, I got a job to do. Ah, uh, dude, I, I literally uh, could do this all day. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. But, <laughs> but you gotta write a book, Rob. At some point, you, you're gonna need to write a book. Yeah, working on it. And just, you know, I, I've actually been working with a friend of mine on that. Uh, just one, I've been doing it personally just so I don't 
forget the stories. Yeah. And there's so many little stories of, you know, connections. And, uh, yeah, and again, I know you're, you're probably limited for time, but I, I got another little segue here. The um, this photographer, last year I did a, a photo shoot with Danny Clinch, who's a, a very a famous um, rock and roll photographer. He's, he's you know, he's shot everybody. He's recently just put a book out about Bruce Springsteen. Uh, and Pearl Jam, and and, uh, and we're yeah, behind the lens. You know, he's taking my yes, behind the lens, yeah. exactly. So so I'm, uh, so he's taking our photo at, at HQ in, in San Francisco, and he's like, so how? But you know, I heard you, know, I heard you were in the music business, and he's like, how'd you get started? I was like, oh, I, you know, Tibetan Freedom concert in '96. He said, you know, I was the official photographer for that, oh. and I released a book for that. And I was like, what? And I was like, I was one of the stage hands, one of the riggers. I built you know the stage. I built this, oh, this you know the set. And he's like, he's like, I published a book. Uh, you know, and I said, well, and I, I said, well, I might be in your book. He's like, you, you oh. probably are. So he sent me a signed copy and I'm flipping through the pages and, and I can, I'm have goosebumps right now. Um, there I am in 1996 with my head pressed up against the, one of the Tibetan monks and he's blessing me at the time. He just put this, <laughs> this, uh, this scarf around my neck and That's I'm in great. this freaking book. Like I, that is great. And I, I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So here we are, you know, 30 years later and he's taken my photo with, you know, this full circle experience of, of yeah. having been photographed by him 30 years ago and at the, at the, at the yeah. Tibetan Trim concert. It was pretty I, incredible. I totally know what you mean about forgetting. Like, I, I worry about that because we're, we're afforded this great adventure. And if, if you can do it and, and you're willing to say yes and go out and experience it, it's incredible. But so much can happen that yeah. I, I worry as well that I, I forget about the little moments. It, it, it's sure they're brought up until someone yeah. like sparks that memory, like, oh my gosh, I forgot this thing even happened. And you know, they'll tell a story, and then that that re- reminds you of a story, and, and yeah. it just keeps, you know. And so, a lot of times, I feel like that's the best way to write is is you know, sitting around with some buddies from from back in the day and and, and just jotting notes down or recording it. Sure. Um, no, that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. Yeah. I'm telling you, like I, I've told multiple friends in the business this, like, hey, man, just get with your buddies, hit the tape recorder, whatever, videotape, whatever you have to do, but make sure you do this because everybody has a different take on it. Well, back to Bill Graham. The, one of the greatest books I ever read was Bill Graham Presents, which was all of these stories from Bill's point of view and then the artist's point of view. And Right, very, which are two very different. <laughs> oh, so different. <laughs> so very different. <laughs> And it was it was a, uh, it's one of my favorite books I've ever read. It made, it's what made me a huge fan of Bill Graham. Well, you know, I mean, and music would not be the same if it wasn't for Bill Graham. No, you know, that's you know that that is definitive. I mean, just the music that he was uh, bringing out and and giving giving a chance oh. um, is you know it's pretty pretty incredible. He put on the best shows. He knew how to have people. And, and I remember in the book it was a specific uh, compliment. He heard two kids talking outside the Fillmore. Who's playing tonight? Who cares? It's the Fillmore. And they realized he, <laughs> right. they knew as kids that their show was going to be great. The meat, the potatoes, the dessert, it was all going to be there. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter because they, they know it's going to be good. And it, it's, a, um, you know, gosh, I, I mean, I haven't been in the Fillmore in a long time. Uh, you know, I, I worked some shows there, uh, well, I guess in the 90s. I haven't been there since, but it was a... Uh, a pretty incredible place. They were still using like the the oil uh, and the overhead projector yeah, kind yeah. of background, you know, like the the mixing <laughs> colorful oils and stuff. It's a uh, for visual effects. It's, it, there's a lot of um, we're very fortunate to have you know not only not only that, but you know that you got the Fillmore West, the Fillmore East, and then I worked the uh, Fillmore Denver. It used to be called the Mammoth Gardens, and right, you know, right. there's all the like crazy bands that come through there, you know, and back back in the day. Um, 
Uh, but then when we made it into the Fillmore, that you know that was really that they kind of just tied the whole country together with uh, with great music. No, oh, dude, I, I hope you write the book. I really do, Rob. And and man, we'll, we got to get together. Honestly, when you come to Kansas City, yes, agreed. And uh, and I, I know that you know. I think my friend Chuck Armstrong, who uh, works for Town Town, uh, was it Town Square Media? Yeah, yeah Town Square. And uh, he's a huge Metallica oh, yeah. fan. Yep. And uh, yeah. he's, he's written a bunch of the magazines, a bunch of the articles for the guys when the Metallica magazines come out. And uh, and uh, he and I are just are as thick as thieves and brothers in, in all ways. Uh, so, man, we'll have to grab a bottle of Black and, and uh, find some time to tell some stories. Well, agreed. Next time, you know, next time I'm, I'm heading out your way, I will, I will definitely make sure that I'm, I'm getting a hold of you ahead of time. Hey, Mike, dude, for real, and anybody yes. knows I, I mean this. The room's open. You can hang at the house. I got extra motorcycles. We can go for a ride. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. Right on, man. Right on, Excellent. man. Good to hear your voice, Rob. All right, my friend. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm doing it wrong, Bob. What a life. I'm, well, I'm yeah. super happy the way mine has turned out, but that that's the that's the next level for me. Like, that's what I'm like, man, that guy, he's just, he, he, the answer is to say yes and travel light. Right. You know, right. you got to be willing to do it and see what happens. Right. It's, uh... All right, listen. By the way, did you get a box of those cigars yet? I have not. Mm. I have not. No, I truly have not. Well, well, when I do, I'll be sure not to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.